good evening, Graham. Good evening. Good evening. I, I apologize if you hear some sounds. I'm, I'm just fixing myself a pot of coffee. Ooh, nice. I, I got myself a cup. Of... Sorry. I, a... I got myself a cup of tea. I was weirded out because I thought I had taken my tea bag out, but then it was still there. It was uh, what? a bit of a maybe it's like the Matrix Files theme play music. Um, do, 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 do. Um, but now that's fixed. So yeah, I made myself a cup of tea. So yeah, I think I'm ready to go. Awesome. Um, yeah. So well, we're deviating from the plan a little bit this week. A little bit, uh, yeah. Just a little bit, but um, yeah. Why don't we just hit the theme song and we'll get into it. Sorry, I'm just sitting at my PlayStation 3 so I can play while we talk. What's you think of the plan? Um, I I got to work through another playthrough of uh, Last of Us. Um, oh, okay. I, I missed I missed the part one. I missed the shiv door. And I have to upgrade some weapons, so it's just like play the game again, basically. Oh, really? There's no chapter select or anything? Uh, for upgrading weapons, um, there isn't, because it, that, it just that takes makes all sense, the, yeah. It takes all the parts that you had from that chapter whenever, whenever you last saved it. So. But the ship um, door. Well, I guess if you have to play through it again for the upgrades. Bingo. Yeah, I figured I'll just. I know the. I know which door it is, so I'll just get it on my way. But you got um, you got those multiplayer trophies already, right? I did because the server shut down. I got them last summer. Yeah. In fact. So. Um, well, hello everyone. <laughs> oh yeah. And <laughs> I'll leave that in. And welcome to the Velvet Room review. I'm Matthew. And I'm Graham. And uh, we're continuing our summer adventures in the Nintendo Land. But not actually um, playing Nintendo Land. Correct. Um, with something we haven't done before for summer of Nintendo. Um, we each played a game that obviously was made by Nintendo on a Nintendo console. Yep. And uh, we're going to talk about them. So this week uh, I played Pokemon Sword. Yep. And I played Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's interesting, Graham. I, I've never played Animal Crossing before. Have you? This is my first Animal Crossing game. Okay. So and um, it, it's it's... It's basically like farm management, right? Or city management? It's it's very kind of freeform. Like there's not well this the game actually has a decent like achievement system. So it gives you a, a bit of a guideline of what you need to do, but really so you don't have to do a lot. There's not necessarily like there's almost like little objectives, like stages that you go through, like you build your house and then you need to build some houses for people to move into and then build, get your island up to a certain rank and then KK Slider will show up. Um, but that's kind of the extent of the, um, the like progression. Uh, most of it has to do with you running around your island, building, like placing down furniture or buying furniture, or buying clothing and wearing clothing and, talking to your villagers um people have made some pretty incredible stuff um my island is fairly modest but uh <laughs> that's a humble island i've made 
I've made some spots that I really like. I've got like a little uh, bamboo garden and I've got a beach area that reminds me of a summer camp. Um, and I've got my little residential area and it's filled with lots of flowers that just kind of are mostly organically populating the place. So yeah, in terms of farming, it's not necessarily there's farming. It's more of um, you can place down stuff to... You, the island's kind of your canvas, and you can paint it however you wish. Right. So it kind of sounds like to me like a, a mix between like Stardew Valley and like The Sims. That's not a bad comparison. Um, like there is um, like The Sims element of you're talking with people and you're kind of just doing all these daily interactions, and that's part of the fun of it. I've right. never played The Sims, but I've watched a bit of a playthrough. You've never played The Sims? Yeah, I've never played The Sims. Ah, interesting. Um, Okay. And Stardew, it has some of that, like, you take pride in the work that you've built, and and you're also interacting with the villagers um, and customizing your land and stuff. There's definitely, you have a bit more of a say in things than you do in Stardew, because you get to control, to a certain extent, who's on your island. Um, okay. Because sometimes you find a person who you like, sometimes someone moves on your island and you're like, I don't like you and I want wow. you to move. And sometimes there's people who are like, no, you can stay here forever. So. Interesting. And so does the game ever end? No. For... Okay. So it's, it's a, a, what would you call it? But yeah, it's a game that doesn't have an end state. There is kind of a final stage you can reach where, like, you're trying to get your island to a five-star ranking. Okay. But it doesn't doesn't penalize you for doing that. You don't get locked out of anything other than, I think, a golden watering can and lily of the valley flowers. Okay. Uh, But you, like... And upgrading your house, of course, is a big part of it. Uh, which allows you to have more rooms to express yourself and express your, like, play with furniture and uh, have lots more storage stuff to store stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's very creative. And I had been worried when I bought it that I was just going to be bored, that there wouldn't really be anything for me to do. I've never, like... I used to play stuff like Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 growing up, but I haven't really played a lot of those like freeform creative games lately. Right. And I wasn't I didn't think that I was necessarily going to um get into it as much as I have. Right. But I've put I think I checked around 110 hours into it. Um because I started yes. playing it back in April. That is accurate. I checked yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's actually really grabbed me, especially for the first month or two. I was playing like an hour or two a day, just huh. running around and digging up fossils and talking to people and thinking about what I'm going to add to the island or uh, like buying furniture, playing the stock market. There's the stock market? Oh, boy. The stock market. Um, so essentially 
what happens is that there's a person who comes around every Sunday morning and sells turnips and okay. and stock like turnips um the, like vegetables right yeah ah okay yeah okay. so Got um it. you can buy turnips for a variable price that varies between like 80 and 110 bells which are the currency uh bells are kind of equivalent to yen to like a cent okay um that's the way that i kind of imagine it but so you 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 buy them and you can buy them in bulk you buy however many and then throughout the week you can sell them to the shop and the amount that you can sell them for fluctuates based on the day so generally like thursday friday you might be able to sell them for you bought them for 80 but you can sell them for 130 okay and so you make a profit hopefully yep. on these stocks right um buy low sell high yeah yeah exactly there there's been an interesting phenomenon though around the game is that uh a number a couple of sites have popped up like turnip exchange <laughs> that i got deep into this um <laughs> that you can go to part of the things that you can go and visit other people's islands. And so actually I've, I've had a lot of fun. Some, a couple of my friends have picked it up and like visiting their islands and then mine and just running around and having fun. But you can, some so people, there's a site set up number of them probably where you can post your turnip prices online uh-huh. and your code so that people can visit your island. And if you've got a high-ranking turnip price, like your 500 or 600 bells a turnip, you 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 would post it on there, and people would come, and some you would people are generally pretty generous, and they would like I'd bring a tip of like a a ticket to uh, there's like special tickets and or like a piece of furniture or a recipe or something. Okay. And I would go in there with my turnips and sell them and make, uh, at first, hundreds of thousands of bells and then eventually millions of bells um, buying and selling turnips. And so it went, like in my heyday, <laughs> I, <laughs> was, I was doing like three or four runs a week Wow. Uh, of turnips. And I ended up, I'm still... I think at my top, I had around 9 million bells in the bank at one point. And then, I apologize, I'm going on a bit of a rant here. That's okay, I'm very invested. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I didn't even mean it to but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it... uh, And this is is the way that I enjoyed playing it. I enjoyed this kind of min-maxing. So, uh, and... Yes, I managed to almost fully upgrade my house. Uh, I didn't fully upgrade the house because the last upgrade doesn't actually get you anything yet. Um, but yeah, I, I have been working my way through my savings. Essentially, I've essentially retired at this point. And right. I just nowadays I sign in and I check what's in the store and I withdraw some money and I buy it and I go to the clothing store and I buy any like unique items that I see that I'm interested in, or if I like a design or I think I see something kind of unique, I'll buy like everything in its color scheme. (laughs) 
uh, or like all the color schemes of a certain item. Uh, so it, it's basically capitalism for kids. Sure. Yeah. And also twenty-year-old. Yeah. Exactly. Twenty to twenty-nine-year-old. It's, it's it's like dress up and Legos and capitalism. <laughs> Um, what a great name for an ep- episode. <laughs> um, yeah, and they're, I guess, just like to wrap it up, like some, I've greatly enjoyed some of the aspects of it that I wouldn't have thought, like um, the dress up parts of it, like finding all these interesting outfits and coordinating. And they do this fantastic thing where they limit the color schemes of outfits. So there's only like three or four colors typically like there's a spectrum like a a rainbow spectrum of colors but typically they limit it uh to the color palette so that it's a lot of outfits just kind of go with everything else so you Mm. can have but you can also spend time and coordinate outfits and it's i've had so much fun with taking photos um i should show i should share some of the photos that i've taken with you because um some of them have been just so much fun because they've got like huh. different uh, filters you can apply to them and you can control the camera and you can do reactions. Like uh, you can, you can have your character do these little emotions. Like they have a shocked face or they've got, right. or they're clapping or stuff like that. Uh, and you can customize your house and I've got all these like different little themed rooms. I've got a, uh, a jungle upstairs with like fake trees and plants uh, and like a jungle wallpaper. In my basement, I've got a uh, uh, a wallpaper that looks like a whole bunch of monitors. So it looks like a surveillance room and I've got <laughs> creepy music playing. At one point, I had a rock concert that was attended by garden gnomes Um I've got kind of a chic living room going on. I've got a pool room. Like, I don't know. It's just been a lot of fun to 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 do this. Um, I do have like a few issues with the game, or or okay. or um, criticism. I don't know. There's Critique. critiques. That's 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 the word. Um, and they're not uncommon. For starters, I I just recently hit the cap on the number of items I can have in storage. Okay. Which Wait, is what? a which is a problem. There's a there's a limit of sixteen hundred items you can have in storage. Okay. I currently have over a thousand pieces of clothing. Graham. Um you have a problem. <laughs> and I don't nearly have enough furniture. But I'm 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 reaching a point where I'm like, okay, should I add a second player to the island so that I can have more storage space. But How does that work? Like uh, a second player who's like, there's only one island per system. This is another weird thing. So you can't. So if you if two people are on this like own the same switch, you can have you can both be on the same island, which is cool. But you can't individually have your own islands. Okay. So, and it's got this annoying Nintendo thing of they put all the power on the first player, so the second player can't really do much. They can't get... I don't know if they can get achievements. 
like they can't do certain contributions like it's it's weird and then i'm running up against a cap and then part of the thing that i like about the game is the leisurely nature of it but it also means that if you want to do stuff efficiently or deal with large quantities of items it uh really bogs down so um like there's no bulk retrieving stuff or there's no um or there's um there's no way to tell if you've already bought something before you buy what? it. What? Other than looking in the catalog, which is tedious. Um, right. There's no way to buy multiple clothing items at once. So you have to essentially go into the dressing room, equip all the items that you want, pay for them, send them back to your place, and then leave, re-enter the dressing room, and repeat until you've got as many clothing items as you want. You can't wear multiple shirts at once. Right. So there's a lot of little quality of life things that I hope, I wish that they addressed. Um, I've seen actually some YouTube videos that have done some like mock quality of life updates and they've been really good. And I, I wish that they were there. There is potential that they'll do something, but I really doubt it. I think mm. it would go against the grain of what they're trying to do with this game. In in that their particular vision for the game, I think it would. Um, I don't think compromise that it would compromise that. Not necessarily compromise, but it would go. Um, it wouldn't be aligned with their right. what they appear to be have goals. Right. Okay. Um, like they're trying for this leisurely island experience. And not necessarily for a min-maxer's paradise. Right. Um, there is potential that they might do something in the future because this game has been receiving regular updates. So like every month or two, they'll release something new, like uh, oh, cool. a holiday or they'll have a special event or like they recently added swimming to the game for the summer months. Um, so you can like don a wetsuit and jump in the water and dive for pearls and stuff and which apparently that's some of the stuff that was in the old games but wasn't in this one okay so there's potential for stuff like that but hmm. i don't think that they'll add any new quality of life stuff so i'm kind of running up against a bit of a wall in the game hmm. in terms of my enjoyment but which uh, yeah i mean to play devil a devil's advocate that is after 110 hours that or is, is that like has that been like from hour sixty onwards? Um, like it's been present since the beginning, okay. but it's like especially like in the early stages, you have extremely limited storage. Like oh. I'm talking, the first few house upgrades you have, you have like a hundred. You the first one you you start off with eighty slots for items, which okay. might sound like a lot, but it's really not because. Like you might have materials in storage for building items or you right. might, you have furniture that you're not currently using because you have a small space or right. clothing items um, that you got as like gifts for villagers or fish or bugs that you collect while the museum's still being constructed. So it's actually really rough in the early game mm. um, and it only starts to open up. It only really started to open up after I did all that grinding for bells so that I could afford 
the the massive increase that was the 1600 because this is, it defi- was, this is definitely a simulation of capitalism <laughs> <laughs> it's an exponential curve but yeah you, right. you can never have enough stuff and you don't have enough room to put all your stuff um right. <laughs> but like it goes 80 160 240 400 800 1600 huh and like in each house upgrade costs more and more like the 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 one that i paid off most recently was like 1.7 million bells um i have a friend who's playing through it without doing the bell grind without mm-hmm. without doing the 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 capitalist american dream um okay and that's the way he likes to play it but right. i couldn't imagine not having that storage space so mm. it's um yeah like that that's kind of the person that the game wants you to be is take it at your own pace like don't worry about your storage like keep travel light um but it also has the systems in place where it encouraged like not encourages with you but it allows you to have this vast creative freedom with all this furniture and clothing but then it puts these severe restrictions on it right so it's it it wants you to have a specific kind of experience and at the beginning of the game i was i was having that specific experience and now i'm i'm running up against some walls right. um but like as on the whole like i've had a fantastic experience with it these are these are minor foibles like these aren't um right they're frustrations but they're not stopping me from enjoying the game right. from discovering new outfits or new pieces of furniture that i'm like oh that's so cool um or being like blown away by the stuff that people have made on Twitter. And yeah. I feel like this is probably the most I've talked about a game, uh, like in a single segment. But now there's a lot of like character. Uh, what's the word? There, there's a large number of characters in the game, correct? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of villagers. There's a lot of unique villagers that you can have. Um, they fall into certain categories of personality and also species. Okay. So, like, they're all animals, of course. Um, some of them are, like, the jock archetype or the, um, uh, the normal archetype or the old man or the kind of snooty guy, um, or the kid, like, just like a kid who doesn't know any better. Um, right and so like i've got i've tried to do a mix of the different types on my island i've definitely got my favorites um the kind of snooty archetype is actually a lot of fun okay Um, because um i don't know like they they're they're caring but they're also just kind of aloof at times but also kind of goofy um Like, uh, Phil is one of my favorites, actually, which was surprising because I originally didn't want him on my island. Um, Poor Phil. But um, he's become one of my favorites. He's got um, this, like, kind of lavish-style house. Um, and he's I think he's got a bath. He's got a bath. Um, but he just says... How dare you, Phil? <laughs> he's, he says these 
I can't even think of it now. I should pull up. I should pull up the game, but um, he says silly things. Gosh, let me. Um, by by all means, please let me, do. Let me just grab. Let me grab it. I want to hear more about this elusive Phil character that has the audacity to own a tub on your island. Okay. 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 So I've got I've got Phil. I've got Melba. I've got Enka. I've got um, I've got an old man. Can't remember his name now. But um, let me see. I, I I like to take pictures, of course, and sometimes I like to take pictures of the silly things that people say. Um, people they'll write letters to you too. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> um, Puddles is one of my favorites. She's, is that a, oh, that's a character. Uh, okay. yeah, she's a frog. She's a little red frog, um, who is kind of the pop star archetype. Um, okay. And so she's generally very bubbly and very, um, friendly. Um, she calls... I think she calls you her bestie. Um, so one of one of the lines I had from her was, "Guess what? I was playing single player hide and seek, and I won. I'm so bored." <laughs> um, you can you can tell them, like occasionally they'll ask you stuff like, "What kind of TV show do you watch?" Um, and then they'll be like, "Oh, that's neat!" Like. Um, I should, I should check that out. And then occasionally it gets brought back up like months later. And my, when Melba asks if it's true, then I'm super into anime and it kind of catches me off guard. Um, uh, I'm not the most knowledgeable koala on the subject of anime. Um, oh, so the, uh, this, you can, you can get, uh, stung by bees sometimes. Okay. Um, and like, because if you shake down trees to get materials, and sometimes uh, furniture will, will fall out of them, and um, yeah, if you get stung by a bee, you need to your eye swells up. And the one kind of snooty villager I have, Tiffany, she said, um, "I don't mean to be rude, but I've seen Halloween masks that look less terrifying." Oh my word, Tiffany! So like Tiffany. Uh, there's moose that I desperately want to leave the island, um, because he was like, "Hey, sneezing's not contagious, right?" <laughs> and I'm like, "You came at the wrong time, buddy." Too soon, moose. <laughs> so wait, how do you how do you kick somebody off your island? Like, do you hire some no some bear thugs un or something? Unfortunately, or? you can't. <laughs> um, you can't. Uh, persuade them to leave. Right. Uh, you just have to wait until they're... Basically, the best way to do it is to ignore them, which sounds terrible, but... Um, wow. You... And eventually, people will just be like, hmm, I'm thinking of moving on. And some people, I'm like, okay, you know what? You, you, you seek out your destiny. Like, you go for it. And some people, I'm like, no, no, stay. You belong here. Um, wow. It's like, 
You're you're a manipulator, Graham. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess, but uh, not really. Like, it, well, yes, know, yes, and no. Because <laughs> if you say no, you should stay. They'll be like, yeah, that's what I was leaning towards. And if you say no, nah, you should leave. They'll be like, I'm glad that you're supporting me in this endeavor. Like, right. you can't you can't really offend people other right. than the one time that I accidentally made norma furious because i pushed her around and she got really angry and wouldn't talk to me like physically pushed her around yeah because you can you can kind of move villagers around by running into them (laughs) um oh this game sounds wonderful it honestly it's so charming um here's a here's a letter i got from rodeo i hope you don't mind i'm just blabbing on oh please continue um Rodeo sent me a, me a letter. He's kind of the, like, kid archetype in that, like, he says just dumb things or he doesn't understand the way the world works. Right. Not that... Wow, Not that, makes, that makes me sound like I have a really negative view of kids, but... Um, <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> no, it's charming for the most part. Yeah, it's, um, it's like this, like, childhood na- naivety. Exactly. Type thing. Yeah. Um, like, he asked... He sent me a letter saying, do you buy clothes, Graham? I saw this. (laughs) I saw this when I was out shopping. I thought it would go on your body because they made it with holes for your body to fit through. I hope that your body fits inside of it. Do you like my surprise present? Do the holes fit from Rodeo? (laughs) That's actually really funny. Um, Man, they must have so much fun just coming up with all this dialogue. Oh, yeah. Like, um, do you think they? Do you think they implemented like AI scripting? Oh no, it's definitely it's definitely handmade. Um, like you do run into repetition. Right. Um, sometimes like you get the same letter from someone, or like if it's you get the same letter from uh, two different people because they share an archetype, but it's the same letter. Oh okay. Um, yep. I had someone who was telling me about her history with prog rock, who did, doesn't did just didn't get what prog rock was. Um, there's all these little puns whenever you catch fish and bugs. Okay. Um, like you caught a sea bat, you caught a sea bass. Well, it's at least no, it's at least a C plus. What? Um. I, I got a moon jellyfish. Now to find a sun peanut butter fish. Oh boy. Uh, okay, my opinion of this game is starting to dwindle. <laughs> and then sometimes people send you like really heartfelt messages like um, someone telling you to like be thankful for even the bad times because you'll see what blooms and uh, Isabel is in there and she always starts the day with a little rambling message about typically about what she watched on tv last night um or that she found a sock behind the washer um there's gosh there's um like if you if you don't visit for a while they'll comment on it but they'll be like oh i'm glad that you made some time to come and chat with me or I'm like plucky. Like glad you stopped by. I miss talking to you. Like, hmm. so there's. So yeah, I have a question. 
I guess you may not know this. Who who is Isabel as a character? Like she's in every game, but is she the same iteration of her in every game? Or I think it's the same Isabel in every game. Like okay, she or is it like uh, Tingle? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's there's a there's a bit of a through line. Like uh, oh, and characters will write to you about their dreams, and it's funny too. Um, wow. There, there's kind of a through line. So, like, certain characters like Tom Nook, uh, Isabel, have been around for a while. Tom Nook's been there for, since the beginning. Um, they've kind of... Oh, the original games, they could actually be quite nasty. Like, some of the villagers, oh, really? they could be really mean. Uh, they've huh. definitely softened it down a bit. But, um, yeah, no, Isabel's... She was introduced in, like, City Folk, I think, on the Wii. And she's been okay. in everyone since. Uh, okay. As, how many how many games are there? There's the Nintendo sixty four one. Oh wow! Okay, which, so it's uh, and then went. It's old. Yeah, it's been around since the Nintendo sixty four. There was the sixty four one. There was the GameCube one, which was actually kind of an enhanced version of the Nintendo sixty four one, if I recall correctly. Okay. There was one for the Wii. There was one for the DS. One for the three DS. Um, I don't think there was one for the Wii U, and then the one on the Switch. Huh. Okay. And then there was also, oh yeah, there was the weird card board game on the Wii U. Huh. That was weird. Um, Spin-off. And then there was a mobile game that I played a bit. So technically oh, this okay. is not the first Animal Crossing I played. I did play the mobile game. But okay. uh, that's a bit grindy. Right. As mobile games are. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. There, there's um, a lot in this game. <laughs> I'm definitely intrigued. Yeah. It, it it's it's like I don't know. Th- there should be case studies written about the stress of just like having so many 100-hour games to play but knowing that you'll barely ever get to play one of them. You know what I mean? Well, why do you like in re- how do you say that in relation to Animal Crossing? Well, cuz like I it's something like I would like to play Animal Crossing, but I know it it, it seems like it's this it's this like massive undertaking of like so like something that gets sucked me in right so not that not in a bad way but yeah like i wouldn't say that it's so like i'm playing through an rpg called like trails of cold steel and i'm quite enjoying it but i also know that it's a 60 70 hour rpg and i'm probably taking it pretty slow and okay. I'm only in the second chapter of the game. And I'm 25 hours in. Okay. Um, and, like, I know that it's going to take me a while. And it's kind of daunting because of that. Um, right. But I'm, like, I'm, I'm still enjoying it. But I know that, like, if I sit down to play, I'm, I'm shipping away at it. Like, right. I might play for half an hour and not really go anywhere right but right with animal crossing it's been a lot more of especially at the beginning i would wake up in the morning um and turn on animal crossing and i would run around for an hour and i would dig up fossils and i would talk to people and i would um rearrange stuff or i would just kind of like take some photo ops like it's I never expected that I would spend like 20 hours, let alone a hundred hours 
playing the game. But looking back, I'm like, oh, wow, I actually spent a lot of time because I enjoyed it. Um, and it's, it's one of those things where I theoretically could stop at any point, but I kept finding things that I enjoyed about the game. Right. And I would be content with the game to a point, And then I would be like, no, I want to, I want to branch out a bit more. Like there's this asp, there's this part of the Island that I haven't really done anything over. And I've got this kind of idea of what I want, or, you know what, this place would be really good with a ramp here. Um, or like I've been, I need another monitor for my security room. <laughs> um, or like, uh, finding intro, like flowers can cross pollinate and become different colors and stuff. And I'm like, I sign in every day to see if new flowers have popped up. It's, it's weird because I didn't expect that I would spend as much time in the game as I did. Um, mm-hmm even though I knew this was kind of what it was, but it's, um, especially like this game came out at the perfect time, right? Of I'm, I'm, I had like, at that point I was working from home because right. like it was March was then when everything happened and I picked it up right. early April, I believe, um, just after Easter, and it was good because, like, it's something that I can, you know, hold on to and I can um, explore. And it, like, I, if I don't want to necessarily, if I, there's danger outside, you can, there's this kind of comfort of having a place that you know that is safe, right? Right, right. Um, and I think that's something that's, especially just for, like, the time that it came out is something that's, special about the game needed yeah so Hmm. and like i know that i've reached a point right now where i'm not really progressing necessarily but i'm still finding enjoyment in some of the little things like i like to just walk into the shop and see what there is for sale and then go around and chat with my villagers and if i see something that looks like a good photo opportunity i'll i'll take a photo like i was playing it with a friend last night and i was like "Ooh, this would be a good photo and like i um <laughs> he was he was afk and i was like i can make this look really creepy if i do it this way <laughs> like like well because you can have an axe right you know have you seen those memes of like villager with an axe probably yeah. yeah so you can make it look silly or heartfelt or like i took a lot of pictures of there's like a little spot um, out on like the corner, like the topmost corner of the island that I put a chair and like you, you sit there and there's the waves crashing up against the beach and you can see the horizon and the moon and on a good night, like maybe shooting stars. And, and I took a lot of photos, especially early on of just like sitting in that chair. Right. Um, and so I think that it's filled with a lot of these little precious moments. Hmm. And I think that's why it's important to me. Um, it's definitely a game that I value. Hmm. And I've valued my time with it. It's it's interesting because it's like, I don't know about you, but I definitely associate certain 
certain games with certain times in my life, right? And, and like, playing them brings back certain memories or, <laughs> or uh, emotions. It's like, I wonder how for how many people Animal, Cro- Animal Crossing New Horizons will be, like, <laughs> the only good memory in, like, a terrible period of time. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, it'll be, like, every time you think of Animal Crossing New Horizons, you'll think of, like, COVID and... and, and yeah, it's, and how uh, crazy it was, right? Yeah, you'll think both ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's um, yeah, it's definitely been a a good thing to have around. So yeah, for I've, sure. I've appreciated That's cool. it. That's pretty cool. So I'm assuming then you would recommend. Oh yeah, I'd like highly recommend. It's probably a Nanako for me. Ooh, a Nanako. Okay. Like. Well. Yeah. I think I think you've convinced me, Graham. I, I it's something. It sounds like something I would want to play. Hey, if you if you pick it up, let me know, and you, you we can uh, we can hang out in game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as long as you leave your axe behind. I can't guarantee you that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's it's probably so. Yeah. That's that's Animal Crossing for me. Um, okay. You've been playing, if I recall correctly, Pokemon Sword, right? Yes. I'm I'm curious to hear your because I've heard a lot of different opinions on the game, so okay. I'm I'm curious to hear how you found it. How did you find it? Uh, I think before we get, I think I need to do a little bit of a, a, like a context, go for it, if you will, a backstory. Um, I I was very much in because there was a lot of controversy. When oh yeah. Coming out last year about the decks. And all that, and the boycotting, and all that, and I, and I, I definitely was on the side of, I didn't like what Game Freak was doing, not ne- not necessarily so much, you know, that they cut the decks, uh, more more like the the lack of communication behind it, um, like like they didn't really ever say, okay, these are the Pokemon that'll be in the game, like that came out in a leak, uh, they didn't say, oh, the Pokemon, these Pokemon will be coming in at a later date, um. Uh, they kind of gave a lot of, in my opinion, like false, like, you know, like PR answers of like why all Pokemon were in the game, like high quality animations. It was a big meme for a while. Uh, and then everyone started like ripping into the game for like its technical faults, of which there are quite a few graphically. Um, so I was definitely on like, the, I, 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 I felt and do feel that like Pokemon on a console could be much more. Uh but at the same time, I went into the game knowing everything that was bad about it, pretty much. Uh, after having played that, I, I feel like I can say that confidently. Um, and so all that was left for me to discover was uh, the good stuff. Hmm, okay. And um, it's 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 a it's a good game. Like it, it's okay. It's a if I had to rate it, I'd give it a seven out of ten. Um, it's nothing to write home about they do some things really well and and some things are, are a little weak um i think i mentioned to you kind of just in ch- uh comp- general conversation it's uh it's got the in my opinion some of the strongest early game uh setup in a pokemon game like you don't touch the first gym for at least four or five hours mm-hmm. um and it's not like you're at least in my recollection because i started playing mid-june so it's been a while uh there's not a lot of like a heck of a lot of fluff like there's your your you know 
the basics of like getting the Pokemon, getting into town. Uh, they let you skip some tutorial stuff. Like, hey, do you know how to do this? Yeah, I do. All right, uh, be on your way. Um, and so I was really enjoying the first couple hours. I was really enjoying. I definitely had that 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 feeling of discovery of like new Pokemon, because with Sun and Moon and X and Y, um, I was very much like involved in like the the releases, like the uh, the promo releases and like all the new images of the Pokemon. Mm. And for Sword and Shield, I really, I, I I wasn't. I just knew like, I think I knew like maybe five or six of the new Pokemon. Um, so it was really cool uh, to come in and see like, oh, what is this guy and what type is he and and what's the matchup here. And that kind of did stay constant throughout the game of like, oh man, uh, what's good against this? Um, and they do things really well. And this has been a feature for for a while now. But like, um, when you first fight a Pokemon, you don't know what their weaknesses are, so the game doesn't tell you. But once you have that Pokemon like recorded as seen, the next time you battle that Pokemon, it'll tell you this move will be super effective or no, not effective. That's really that's really nice. I, I have it is really nice. Sorry, go ahead. I, I don't think I've played a game. Maybe it was an X and Y, but that that's a really nice feature. Yeah, it's helpful because like, um, I mean, after 900 Pokemon, it's hard to remember. Okay, what is his first sight type and secondary type, and what are my primary and secondary types? And uh, yeah, it 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 was very helpful um, to have that information. Um, it, it's it's funny. Very recently, I was playing, uh, actually just yesterday, and uh, one of the trainers sent out a Rapidash. Okay. And it was like, hey, uh, B is going to send out Rapidash. Do you want to change your Pokemon? And I'm like, heck yeah, I do, because Rapidash is a fire type. And then I realized as soon as I put my water type out that uh, there's it's a, gal- that's a gal- Galarian form of Rapidash. Yeah, it's fairy type, Fairy right? type, yeah. So my, my swap was no good. But I think, like I, I, I've said for a number of years, in, in my personal opinion, like I think what they need to do is maybe not focus so much on making new Pokemon, but just making a more engaging game. And I think I, I really like mega evolutions and I really like, like uh, different forms of Pokemon we know. And I think that adds a level of like um, uniqueness to a battle because they don't tell you, Hey, it's a Lolan Rapidash or, or, you know, a Lolan this or a Lolan that it's just, Hey, it's this Pokemon. And so it adds this like, other tier to battles potentially mm-hmm. um what the what the game does really well is they make uh, a spectacle of the gym challenge um mm-hmm. in 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 the galar region um it's a big event uh there's stadiums in each town and each stadium has crowds and uh, as you go throughout the world people are talking about you they're talking about your rival they're talking about other challengers that you meet oh, really? and the gym leaders and all that and so um and they'll like they'll like comment on on your on your team not to the point of like they know who's on your team but one guy was like you know challenger matthews got a really sol very team but i don't think he has anything that will allow him to decisively win and i was like excuse me <laughs> That's too true, <laughs> but um, 
it was really neat um how like it definitely made the it, it gave it a unique feel because not that it's it's bad but there's a different feeling between like you versus lance after fighting the elite four it's a very isolated feeling right mm -hmm. it's it's one-on-one -on -one where and then it's you versus leon in front of thousands of people and like the music and the cheering in the background and leon the champion in this game is like putting on a show he's interacting with the crowd um it, it's yeah it's 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 just unique in my opinion to the pokemon franchise um and puts a different spin on like why you're battling um in i guess in contrast or in lieu of that the story is almost non-existent um there there's no bad team which i don't necessarily dislike but there's also like like the the villain if you want to call him that um kind of shows up it doesn't show up but he reveals his plan like literally at the last 10 percent of the game mm-hmm and it's not very concise what the plan is. Uh, it it kind of is introduced and resolved in about an hour, maybe. Um, and so the the beginning of the game was really strong. And then once you hit like third or fourth gym, like the only thing you're doing is hitting more gyms, like just over and over and over again. Like It's just kind of the mid-game grind. Yeah, but it's not really grind. It just kind of happens so fast. It's like okay i've burned through all eight gems and so i feel like they, it, it could have it used some dungeoning dungeoneering or or something in the middle there to kind of keep it f i guess fresh and like all the other pokemon games kind of have that right like yeah you know the team rocket hideouts you know popping oh up yeah like i could you mean yeah yeah Self -code um, or... yeah exactly and like i didn't i again i didn't mind that there was no bad team in this game in fact the team like team yell mm -hmm. uh team yell are, are just fans of uh the seventh gym leader and so they're trying to help his little sister by cheering her on and like by yelling at you and battling you hmm. yeah and that's 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 the team and i actually really like that and then you actually team up with them kind of near the end um but there's still to me i mean there was no there was no stakes at all. There was no... Yeah. There was no plot. Like, there was no plot. Um, I actually kind of liked Hop. Um, from what I understand, Hop has... That's the rival. Yeah, yeah. For those yeah. who don't know. Uh, he has... I, I, I've heard some criticism of him, but I actually quite liked him because, like... Um, he, he's... I mean, the rivals haven't been, like, rivals for... You know what I mean? Like... They haven't been like malicious or mean or anything in over 20 years but hop every time you beat him it takes a toll on him and he 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 really it's actually like there's actually a character development there hmm. of like being defeated over and over and like why can't i win why why do you always beat me why do i always get beaten by this other person and like should i give up my goals type thing um, you know, my brother's this unbeatable champion, but I can't, you know, I can't, uh, you know, I can't even beat you once. I feel like we talked about that in like our Ruby and Sapphire review 
of like um of like the with wally yeah because like right you're like i wonder like if the rival like ever got frustrated yeah so that's neat yeah and it's it's not like he's he's mean about it or he, or he, he guilt trips you he's just like this is kind of frustrating for me personally and like I thought that was pretty interesting, and I haven't played the post game. I actually just beat the game this morning, as of this recording date. Um, but I did I did a little Wikipedia search because I actually had to remind myself of the bad guys' plan. Um, after after the post game, you like fight him once more, and then after the resu- resolution of that battle, he claim- he decides he's going to be a, a Pokemon professor mm-hmm. rather than a Pokemon trainer, um, which I thought was pretty neat. Yeah, it's a different um, uh, direction that than they've gone before. Yeah, because most of the rivals are just like super friendly, and that's about it. Right? That's their only like claim to fame. They're very, very friendly. Like, like even from May onwards, I don't really know much about four or five. I can't really remember them. Did but, you like, play Black and White? Care. I did. I, I played White too, but I yeah, I don't really remember much about it. Okay. I could not even name the rival if you made me. Because uh, that was... N was the rival in black and white. N? N. Wasn't that the bad guy? He was also kind of the bad guy. Oh, okay. Um, but he was, like, he was also the rival character. Oh, cool. Um, okay. He was really compelling character. Hmm. He, like... I don't remember much about him. I remember you go on a... Um, ferris wheel with him okay uh and you have a conversation but he was a very compelling and like nuanced character from what i remember hmm. so i'm well, i'm glad that uh hop shows some development as well because i was i was pretty disappointed with like x and y when like you just had a, a group of people yeah, and none, of, and all of them were the exact same. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, there was a little bit of romance between me and the chick. I remember that. Sorry, I don't remember her name. I don't mean to belittle. I just don't remember. Yeah, it's yeah, it's I don't remember. But like, I mean, at least it's not like how, where he just doesn't stop talking. Who? How the rival in Sun and Moon? Oh, I'd never played Sun and Moon. Okay. Um. Really? Okay. Yeah, I stopped after X and Y. And I didn't yeah, I play Black say... and White 2. Okay, I will say this, like... Um, I I was really excited for Sun and Moon. I've yet to beat that game. Hmm. Um, and I think I think that does is a bit of a testament to the pacing of Sword and Shield. Sun and Moon is very, very notorious for just constantly stopping the action just to talk to you and it's uh it's very annoying Hmm. um so uh yeah um another positive would be like it's the the world design and the detail to interior buildings i'm going to specify that okay is wonderful it's um it's it's actually a really beautiful game. Oh, good. Uh, I mean, it's it's not like. It's it's aesthetically pleasing, like Super Mario for sixty four. It's beautiful, <laughs> um, like like your your room and Hop's room. I like have so much character and like, and like unique like unique pieces of artwork or, or items, 
um, it it's it's it was really uh, a highlight for me of like wow there's so much detail in this room of mine or in this city or in this hotel that I'm in. Hmm. Um, uh, conversely, like the the maps are pretty linear. There's really not much uh, to explore other than the path forward. Um, and there's no real cave or like dungeon area. What did you think of the wild area then? Aha. Um, I like the wild area. Um, do you know much about it? Uh, I know that like there's a bunch of seasons in it and like you can run into a whole bunch of Pokemon and it's real big. Yeah. So the wild area is um, a new feature in sword and shield it's literally a big open area where you can catch pokemon um of any level uh not of any level but of like any level it's all mixed in like low level high level Mm -hmm. and then there is uh raids as well which are like things you do online with other players um but uh basically after that first four hour like early game stretch the wild area is fully open to you to explore Mm-hmm. Um, which actually I thought was really interesting because you could potentially get into a battle that you can't win. Actually, you you would routinely do that, which is and so you have to kind of which is pretty rare for Pokemon. Cor- at least modern yeah, correct. Pokemon, um, unless you're like way off the mark, right? Because it's like there's that path you have to take, right? Um, but with this, it's just like oh, this is a strong looking. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Right on. Machoke. Machoke's in there. It's a strong looking Machoke. What are you going to do? Well, you can run away maybe or take a few turns to run away and he'll beat you up. Um, but then at the same time, in order to combat balancing of like, they have to put in this feature of like, oh, you can't catch Pokemon up to past a certain level. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which initially did cause some controversy. Like, this is stupid. Like, why would you do that? But, um, I mean, honestly, I didn't spend much time in the wild area. You don't really need to. Um, and, like, I never came around a point where I was trying to catch something that I wasn't able to. Um, the game has EXP share on all the time, mm-hmm. um, which some people critique. Personally, it, it makes for a more balanced, it makes for a more balanced experience. Um, I found that I was fairly leveled the whole way through up until the late game um, and I didn't really need to do a heck of a lot of grinding unless I was picking up a new Pokemon. Uh, there's also like this job system in the game where you can send Pokemon in your PC to do tasks hmm. and you'll get rewards and some of those rewards uh, are XP related uh, so uh, or just are XP so um, like you can level up uh, Pokemon that way, uh, which is good if you've got a bunch of like low-level Pokemon, but you want to complete your decks. Uh, there's also, of course, the daycare, but uh, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere, and I never really used it. Um, so I feel though that the wild area is not utilized properly. Hmm. Um, so they they've released DLC for this game. Uh, two DLC packs. I think they're 20 bucks each. I think you have to buy them together. I believe that's correct. Forgive me if I'm wrong. One One's out already. The other one is t- uh, to be released this fall. And, of course, they're putting in 
the Pokemon that they took out. Uh, in 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 my humble opinion, um, this it, it kind of seems like an outdated method of of doing things. Like I feel like DLC for the most part is like uh, very ten years ago or very five years ago. Um, well, they're they're uh, billing as more... it as like an expansion pass, right? That's correct. Yeah. Um, whereas most games now are going for more like season or seasonal approach or constantly updated approach. Mm-hmm. And to me, the the wild area seems like a perfect framework of doing that type of weekly. Oh content yeah, that, that would be. Um, I know. I have a friend. I know he's listening to this episode. Isaac. He he heavily disagrees with me here, but he's wrong. <laughs> um, like uh, the the raids are actually really fun. They're really engaging and like teaming up with your friends to try and take down a Pokemon that's, you know, Dynamaxed and then trying to catch it. It it was really fun and and you can get some unique Pokemon that way. Like I got a Lapras, um, which I used kind of uh, late game, um, and I'm pretty sure that's the only place you can find it. And I really like that a lot. Um, and I feel like and they actually do some, they do do some like uh, events uh, uh, with like the raids and stuff. Like they did a, is it Zorora? I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, uh, while I was playing, so I fought him and got destroyed. Um, but I feel like it's a natural like, okay, this week uh, these Pokemon are gonna be available in in the wild area. Make sure you go and and find them. And uh, I don't know if. The, you could probably tie that into monetization of in some capacity. Um, I mean, if I was Game Freak, that's what I would do. Uh, rather than a $40 drop where I do like a, a season's pass of some kind of like extra rewards or uh, whatever that might be. But okay. I don't understand why they didn't, why they don't have a recurring or rotating line of Pokemon uh, in the wild area. Almost like a Pokemon uh, Go inside the game. Yes. And uh, like when I talked to my friend Isaac about this, he said basically like, well, I don't like the idea that I can't catch all the Pokemon, right? That I can't just go out and get them that they're in the game, right? Um, which I guess kind of makes sense, except for the fact that they don't have all the Pokemon in the game. So I'd rather have 900 Pokemon that I can catch at some point than 500 Pokemon I can never catch. Um, it's uh, It's kind of like a... Like you do with the gacha, like a uh, gacha game, where like, oh, this this Pokemon will. <laughs> I mean, they would there would be panic in the streets or whatever. Like, but uh, like, oh, this Pokemon is around, and like their drop their encounter rate is increased for one week, but then uh, they're gone or like or they're like it's a rare Pokemon, but their encounter rate yeah. gets increased for a week. That actually wouldn't be too bad. No, and that's what Pokemon Go does, and it works perfectly fine because it keeps players engaged with the game. Yeah. Um, and like it, ke- it keeps the wild area relevant because once you've caught all the Pokemon in the game, it's not relevant anymore. True. It's not. They just put out the expansion passes, and you've got new wild areas. It's uh, until you've done all that, and then it's not relevant anymore. It's no longer engaging. And, yeah, and so like. I mean, I spent maybe an hour total of my 25 hours in the wild area. Okay. Um, but, you know, obviously if I go to go get all the mons, I'll be going back in there to do more. Um, it was it was a really fun experience of like, oh, what Pokemon are in the wild area? 
Um, and uh, there's a lot of them. Uh, but eventually you run out <laughs> of, of, of Pokemon to be excited about. Mm. Um, this game does what Let's Go did. Of You can see the Pokemon in the overworld. Yes. But they also did what we recommended, I believe. Uh, which is there are Pokemon that um, will still surprise you. From the grass. Like if you're moving around too... Yeah, if you're moving around too fast, it'll be like a, an exclamation arrow, and they'll come up and attack you. Uh, and so that it has that level of like surprise as well, which I think is a, a good balance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, I, I do feel like there was a missed opportunity with the wild, wild area to, to keep players engaged. How you monetize it, I guess, I can see why people might be hesitant towards that, but I mean... That's that's the monetization scheme that games have now, right? That's that's what's in at this moment. It's like the the seasonal pass that lasts for thirty days or sixty days. Yep. You know, low that low, relatively low cost, um, and then you know continual updates. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that that to me just is kind of a no brainer. Uh in this type of game right i mean pokemon go does it and i pokemon go has been out for over four years now and i've probably played pokemon go 80 percent of of every single day since it came out you know what i mean you've played it like 80 percent of the days yes that's what i mean to say and i do that because they're continually updating it it's a totally not totally new, but it's got so much more than what it launched with. But they keep me engaged, and um, they they dole out a lot of free content and a lot of paid content too. Uh, that's varying in uh, what Pokemon you can catch and what ra- what raids are happening. Mm-hmm. So it's just weird that like literally one of the most successful games of all time is doing it in the same franchise, and and they go to this expansion model. Uh, that being said, I, you know I haven't played the expansions yet. Um, I do I, I do think I'll probably pick them up if maybe they go on sale or I'll try them out. Um, to my recollection, they all take place at like post game levels. That's but, yeah. But you can also access them. I think more mid game. I'm trying to remember one precisely. I think they scale I, I can... a little bit, don't they? Uh, according to my sources, which is just one person, I don't believe so. Uh, I believe they give you a Pokemon also that's also like not leveled up near that at all, so he's almost useless while playing the DLC. I could be wrong. I, I asked my friend about this like once when I first started playing, so that's a couple months ago. But uh, yeah, it just it to me it seems a little odd. But um, yeah, all in all, like I I was definitely against this game initially once once with what we knew about it right uh and then you know of course it sold super well which is is i guess good for game freak i i I think i mean i think at this point pokemon's probably too big for its own good it's like this beast that literally no one has control over with the anime and the 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 card game and i think it's just kind of this this perpetual we need to make more new pokemon and a the the anime is going to run for three years then we needed we need new 
setting and therefore you guys need to make a new game and i don't care if it's good or not just get it out the door it's right it's probably highly controlled at this point yeah yeah we can't delay it we you know we have these deadlines um and so i think i think pokemon sword is the the culmination of the same game we've been getting for 25 years not in a i don't mean that in a bad way like it's it is a culmination it's like okay this is this is the definitive experience like they they've quality of life did up they've uh kind of streamlined it they made it look really pretty they brought it to console um what i what i wanted as a pokemon fan is i want i want a breath of the wild of the pokemon franchise right i want something that like changes the franchise that's kind of almost revolutionary right you know it's it's this legendary moment of like this pokemon's on a console a main series game on a console and and to me they just kind of stuck with the same uh and i hope i really hope that going forward they do something different Hmm. and they uh they i don't necessarily maybe change up the formula like they tried changing up the formula with with sun and moon um but the story wasn't terribly interesting and it was like really bogged down and it just it to me it didn't really work but i think if they if they stick with this wild area concept um make make a region make the region more perhaps less linear um work with scaling if they can um and and really come out with this uh, like an actual rpg uh, elements you know it's it's pokemon so you can't go too crazy i guess but i hope they i hope they kind of um I don't know. Break the mold. Yeah. Because the molds, the molds dry. Okay. Mm. <laughs> we we need we need we need something new. Um. But again, this is a good game, and and um. Much more, much similarly with like, uh, Mystery Dungeon, like uh, my my daughter, my two year old was watching me play this, and we had a lot of fun together. Of like, oh. she named all my Pokemon. Oh, that's good. Um. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to uh, Ryder, uh, my Hitmonlee, uh, Maymay, my uh, oh man, what's the? I actually don't know the evolved form name of it. It says the initial thing was called Squovit. I'm trying to think of what the actual Pokemon's name is. <laughs> uh, uh, I did name a couple. I picked Grookey, the grass starter. Okay. Um, you know, because I'm a man of culture. Uh, and his name was Diddy L. Kong. Um, <laughs> L, the L, of course, standing uh, for Leonidas. Uh, then I also had a... Uh, I found a Lampet near the end of the game that I named Pyro. And then Lapras I named Iceman. And then who else was on my team? Oh, I had a... My, probably my favorite new uh, Mon evolution is uh, this Pokemon called uh, Roly Coley. And then it was... Is it a dog? It's a it's a piece of coal that rolls oh around. Goodness. And it's got an eyeball. Really cool. And then, there was a, and then there was a middle one called Corkle, I think. And then there's, there's the... I, once, you, once you nickname them, you forget the names. <laughs> but it was one of the few, um, like, three-tier evolution. Uh, it's the coal, so, like, volcano mountain, isn't it? That's 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 correct, yeah. Uh he he's pretty good. So um 
yeah, I um before I guess I should also talk a little bit about the the last little section of the game. So there's no elite four in this game. Uh at the end you fight actually the gym leaders again. Oh, like all of them? No. Um I don't know quite how the system works. I don't know if it's a scripted of like who wins what, I assume so. But it's like a it's a finals bracket. Oh, like a tournament so, arc kinda. Yeah, so it starts with eight, and then it goes to four, then then two, and then you fight, then the winner of that fights the champion. Oh, that's cool. Um, and actually, one thing I want to mention is the gym leaders have really great solid teams because, like the the like for example, the dragon gym leader doesn't have doesn't even have a lot of dragons on his team. He has like a Torkoal on on his team, which is not dragon type at all, and and so it was. They have very varied teams, and I like that a lot because it kept me on my toes. Because there would be like, okay, it, it's the water gym, right? Actually, yeah, Tor- Torkoal would be a really good just uh, to interject. It would be a strong counter to a lot of the things that would kill dragon, like mm-hmm. dragon killers, because fire would beat ice, and rock would be flying. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what happened. It would be like, okay, I have a good Pokemon against four of that, of the five Mons there, but one of them <laughs> is going to wreck the one that's good against the other. Mm-hmm. So it, it became this game of like, okay, when do I bring out my, you know, the clutch, and then when do I bring out the other clutch to their clutch? Um, and it was really interesting. And and the champion Leon, his team, um, I mean, it it it. It skewed a little dragon, but not really. Like, um, had a, a, a forgive me if I pronounce it wrong. Uh, Ag slash the sword yep. one, which which was killer. Um, uh, it had a Haxorus. Uh, is it a a Gubra? Okay, that is a dragon. Yeah. So, but but the Gubra didn't have any dragon moves. It had water type moves and electric type moves, and so my my dragon counter was Lapras because I had an ice move, mm-hmm. but the Goobra destroyed my Lapras and, and no time at all <laughs> with that Thunderbolt. Uh, then he had a Charizard. Uh, he had a Seismitoad. Really? Yes. Um, and then he also had the starter that you didn't choose. Which is cool. So that is, that is cool. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. A very, a very well varied team. Um, so I fought him once and then got, I got, I got it handed to me, but, uh, the, the legendary Pokemon you catch Mm -hmm. or you fight and catch is basically the anti-Leon. Like it's a dragon type with, with, uh, fire type moves and dragon type moves, which make, makes his entire team pretty much easily beatable, like at least four to six. So I, once I swapped him in there. It was okay, but uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, I haven't even talked about Dynamaxing yet. Um, I I was a big fan of Mega Evolution. I, I I'm sad to see it going away, but Dynamaxing is really fun. Um, because you can Dynamax actually any Pokemon, and so it adds this level of strategy to uh, PvP, um, and also the gym battles as well. Because it would be like, well, I have a Pokemon that's good against their type but i know that their 
their Dynamax is not coming out until the last Pokemon, because that's generally how it works, right? They don't Dynamax to the last Pokemon. Okay. They're their king, their clutch kingpin Pokemon. So I could Dynamax early, and then it only lasts for three turns. So I could I could lose my Dynamax mm. advantage before they get theirs out, but I could maybe wipe out two or three Pokemon. And so it added this extra extra layer of like, okay, when's the proper time to Dynamax? Um, you can't you can't Dynamax in every fight. Um, only in gym battles, PvP battles, and then raid battles. Uh, perhaps in other areas too where they allow you to do it. But uh, for generally, you can't Dynamax in every single battle. So it, it, it does keep its kind of uniqueness and its... Um, what, what would the term for that be like? Fresh. The rareness. Yeah. And and some Pokemon have different forms. Um, uh, like Lapras has a different Dynamax form. Uh, Charizard does... Um, you know, a, a handful. Um, enough where it, it kind of keeps it interesting. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, again, um, I, I would say it's a good game. I would recommend it to a Pokemon, any Pokemon fan. Um, hmm. That's good. It does have, I didn't talk about the graphical issues, but it's got really bad popping. Oh, okay. Like, re- like really bad. Um, and, and, and unfortunately because the colors are vibrant and the character models are really noticeable, like when Pokemon pop in. They pop in, right? And it's it, it really it, it it's pretty bad. Um, also, another thing that it really got railed on. Uh, I don't know. You you may have seen it. Like when you go to climb a ladder, the animations of everything around you stop. Oh, that's weird. I guess I it, it, I can sort of understand why. I guess like if they wanted it so that Pokemon didn't try to ram you when you're climbing a ladder but that's still a little odd it, it's very it's very jarring that's that, that it would break so. it would break the illusion yeah because like there's a there's a notorious example where it's like the the trainers in the overworld are like tossing the pokeball okay and then you get on the ladder and the pokeball stops in <laughs> so yeah it's pretty jarring um so all in all like it, it's not it's not this perfect game um, but it's not like, it's not, well, well, I do think like the idea of cutting so many Pokemon is like against the spirit of the entire franchise. And it really bugs me. Um, it, it, it's, it's still, it's still a fun game. You know, uh, I just hope that the next iteration, um, I hope, I hope they take the criticism to heart. Um, and, and they, and they understand what makes pokemon special which seems odd for me to say that since they're like obviously the developers of the game but like to me the entire message of pokemon is like it doesn't matter what pokemon it is like each pokemon has value right whether it's strong or not you know it's the bonds you form that create the strength of of you know each pokemon and that's why like everyone has a different favorite pokemon Mm -hmm. and so just to me to like arbitrarily cut we're just going to cut them all out it, it it really kind of spits in that. Okay, I can I can see where you're coming from there. And and like and it's coming. It also comes from a point of like people are, are trying to like justify it, right? Like, oh, it's gonna balance the 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 PVP more, which is not true. It, uh, 
famously, I'm going to call it Isaac here, it's like, he, he made a comment of like, do you really need like, um, uh, oh man, what's Trubbish and stun Stunfisk in, in the new game? Like, that's who you really want? Ironically, they're both actually in the game. And, you know, whereas like fan favorites like maybe like Dragonite or, or even Bulbasaur and Squirtle, their lines aren't in the game, uh, in, in the base game, but Charizard is. So it's like that. It's, it's just, I didn't, I didn't appreciate a, a that they did it, but B that they did it and didn't communicate effectively, um, what was going to happen. Because if they come out and said, Hey, when the game launches, it's going to have four in a Pokemon. These are the four in a Pokemon that's going to have. And then in the following year, we're going to have DLC doing introduce additional Pokemon. If they had said that, I wouldn't have liked it, but they would have at least been honest about it. And and they, in my opinion, they were very loosey goosey with the reasoning. I I, and and it just it, it it kind of compounded on them in ways they didn't expect. So, um, I hope that in the next iteration, um, again, I don't feel that we need more Pokemon. I just feel that we need. Uh, a different game with all the, these Pokemon included. Um, we probably won't get that, unfortunately, because uh, to them, why fix what's not broken? Because they've made, you know, 15 million in sales in like 10 days, and it's, you know, it's Pokemon. It's going to sell. Who cares, right? Um, but I, I would recommend this game if you're a Pokemon fan, and uh, I would probably give it Hmm. Oh, what would I give it? Um, it's a tough one. I'm gonna give it a Teddy. Okay. And I'll I'll tell you why. Cause it's kind of colorful. It's kind of fun. But then once it takes its suit off, you kind of go, "Ugh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that." <laughs> and that's what I'm gonna give it. <laughs> uh, that's good. So. Yeah. That's good. They also need to work on their um, online framework and, and 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 like how you battle and stuff. It just uh, it's clunky. Yeah, I I feel it's clunky. Um, I mean it's I don't know why they haven't gotten that right yet. Of just like like to me it's the most simple thing in the world. And maybe you can do it. And I'm just an idiot. But like I want to send an invite to Isaac to battle. I can't do that. You can't. The way we battled was going into search, setting up a specific code, and then searching at the same time. Yeah, that's rough. So, I, I again, I could be wrong. I hope that I'm wrong. But to me, it's like, guys, come on. Well, and I feel like kind of that world has evolved around them and they haven't necessarily kept up. And I think that's that's just an issue for Nintendo, if I may be so bold of like uh, of I mean, the, the industry moving in one way and then and, and they're kind of behind the mark. That's always kind of been yeah. their issue but yeah but they make good games so I guess <laughs> you know too bad for us yeah so yeah um sorry I did a lot of rambling there this is gonna be like a super this long is, episode I was expecting I, I was expecting not to be two feature length episodes like rolled up into one, but uh, it's good. We both had a lot of opinions and uh, thoughts on the games we played, and we've been playing mm-hmm. them for a while too, right? Like how you've been playing mm-hmm. it for a couple months. 
Uh, yeah, I got it for Father's Day, so about a month and a half. Yeah, so like, um, I, yeah, I put in about twenty-five hours. So, yeah, so like we've both been playing it over a length of time, so mm-hmm. it's a lot of time to form opinions and to kind of ruminate on them. And I mean, you like, you've been following Sword and Shield for we've we've been talking about it for a while now. So yeah, over a year now. So yeah. like, uh, we I, it's interesting to see how your kind of thoughts on it have changed over time. Yeah. Oh, one thing I want to mention, a feature I did like, is the the Pokédex will give you like recommendations of like, hey, near you, there are these Pokémon you you can catch still, like on this. Oh, route. okay. And so, yeah, it was really awesome because like, say you had seen like a a Picky Peck, and it's not even in the game, but uh, say you had seen a Picky Peck in a battle, and then you got to a route, the Poké Pokédex will say, hey, there's a Picky Peck around if you want to catch that. Here are some Pokémon. And not like, it's just images of like, hey, recommendations, boom, 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 little images of all the Pokemon you can catch. Hmm. So, um, that's yeah. a nice little quality of life. Oh I, oh, I didn't even talk about Ball Guy. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? About I Ball do, Guy? I do. He's the okay, the Pokeball head mascot. Yes, Ball Guy is great, and um, I I I like the. Because to me, like, additional Pokeballs or different Pokeballs have always kind of seemed, I don't know, useless almost. Like, why would you not just use an Ultra Ball? And so I like that they make Ball Guy feature these different types of balls and give them to you. And, like, the, uh, yeah, I, li- I like the variations of the balls <laughs> and, and, the <laughs> and the focus the game gives them. So I have, I have to shout out to Ball Guy. Nice. So. Do you have any other questions for me, Graham, about Pokemon Sword? No, no, I think uh, I'm I'm as well hoping for that kind of Breath of the Wild revival of the game. Um, I definitely have like some things that I want to see them expand towards. That's sort of like, but um, I'm I'm glad that you, in, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Hey, it sounds like you enjoyed it because I was kind of worried that. You were just kind of gonna not find it fun at all, so. Yeah, and that's and that's probably like. I mean, there is something to be said about like, your expectations going in, right? When your expectations are high. They can either be met, or fall really short. But if your expectations are low, it's probably gonna be okay. And so, like with Sun and Sun and Moon, I was really really excited because like I had got gotten back in with X and Y. I really loved Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, and then like I remember like, have you ever seen the Snorlax Z move? I don't think so. Okay, when they were they released this ad for the Snorlax Z move, and it it will forever stick in my brain. It's it's that amazing. And when I saw it, I was I'm like, this game is gonna be awesome. <laughs> like it it's it's really good. You should look it up. And then I got the game, and I was like, no. <laughs> I didn't like it that much. You know, it was just kind of like, uh. But with this game, again, I was pretty negative Nancy on it for, for a while. And after, you know, a couple months, I, want, I decided to give it a try. And I, I had the bad stuff all of the way already, and so I just got to enjoy the game as it was. Mm-hmm. So my expectations were low, and they were, uh, you know, surpassed. Which so. is good. Yeah. So, also, I hope they stop doing two di- two two editions. It's yeah. It's no is... longer 
relevant. Yeah. So, I mean, at least they're not going to do... I don't think they're going to do a third edition. I guess there's... I don't know if they announced so... that or not. I think they did. But they say things and then they change them, so it doesn't really matter. But I'm... Uh, yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Hope, hope, hopefully, you know, bright things are ahead for Pokemon's uh, future of, of main series titles. Yeah. Um, it, we'll uh, we'll see. I suppose. Yeah. But. Well. Yeah, I guess with that, we'll wrap it up here. Hmm. Yeah. Thanks everybody so much for listening, and uh, if you like us, please let us know. We are. You know, available wherever you get your podcasts and also on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. Yep. Feel free to, if you like us, you can put a review on iTunes. That helps us. Yes. Or on Spotify, I believe. There's reviews as well on Spotify. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's correct. I'm going to go with correct. Yeah. We'll go with it. Give us a yeah, like okay. on Spotify. Ooh, ooh. Sorry. I have one more thing to say about Pokemon. Okay. Story. Go for it. They do a great job of imitating British people okay and and the slang uh, it, it, it's really good you can you can kind of hear yeah. it in, in the text yeah and and yeah you can he- absolutely you can hear it in the text and it feels like hey this region is based off you know the UK whereas like Kalos is based on France but it doesn't they never really felt like that no me. You know, um, so it, it was pretty good, and and they are like they stick to it. Um, like every single character has some sort of like British slang, so it's pretty solid. Anyways, yeah, we're almost at an hour and a half. Oh now. gosh! Wow. <laughs> All right. All Have right. a good night, everyone. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>